Today's Issues continues on AFR with your host, Tim Wildman, president of the American Family Association. And welcome back. Tim Wildman, Ed Vitagliano, and now Steve Jordahl. What's up, Steve? Yo, yo, yo. Hey, do I understand correctly that we are now on AFA streaming? Yes, you do. Yes, you do. I was just about to promote We that. are uncancelable. We cannot be canceled. We cannot be canceled. I for Mecton. I for Mecton. Well, we could still be canceled off. We could still be canceled off YouTube and Facebook, but this is why we have the streaming platform. Folks, you can go to streaming.afa.net. This is the big kickoff. Not screaming. Not screaming. It's streaming.afa.net, and you can watch your favorite AFR programming streamed live. Video streams, so you can watch us do the program. Now, this doesn't detract from the other ways you may have been listening to AFR programming. We still encourage folks to get the AFR app. Uh, you can download that onto your uh, your smartphone or other portable listening device. You can also go to AFR.net. All our audio is streamed there live. Uh, if you do go to streaming.afa.net, you will have to create an account. It's very simple. I think your name, username, password, your email address. And uh, you can also watch a lot of the AFA-produced content on our streaming platform. And if you give monthly to AFA on a regular basis, that makes you a great commission partner, uh, you get all of the content for, on our streaming platform, you can watch it uh, for free. So go to streaming.afa.net if you want to watch us stream today's issues. This is the first program that we have launched the new streaming app uh, with. Uh, but all the rest of the programming throughout the day and ongoing forward, God willing, will all be streamed there live. Did you find out what we were talking about last half hour? I know Steve didn't hear us probably talking about the uh, fact that Taylor Swift, the singer, she, she, well, I won, read that. she won the top, uh, she was hypocrite number, environmental hypocrite number one Yeah. because of uh, her usage of her private jet to go everywhere. Yeah, I did not. I, I, the top ten list? You need I've to not, I've not okay, found you, it. You I haven't me. looked. We, we had a break and I... Use have you ever have wisely. you ever have you ever been up on a on a in a private jet? Uh no no never been on a private jet. I, I have I, I have I, I got now I've been on small planes with people. I think I went up with JJ uh, yeah, Jasper years. Ago. You're talking my, about a jet jet. Yes, I have not. I'm talking about a like a Lear. No, I have not. I uh, listen. I, I I understand with these celebrities. If you can afford it, that's the or or, or you're a televangelist, you're, you that that's the way to travel. Okay. Oh, I you, went on one. No lines. I've been on I've been on one twice yeah. with uh, a friend of mine who, who invited you to go who, along. His yes, he has a lot of money. Yeah, and he owns a private jet. And he so, took you somewhere. Yes, he took me somewhere and my family. All right, so let me ask you. So I want to find out a little bit about this, okay? Yeah. So obviously you don't have to wait in line. You have to go to the airport and check and go to the TSA or anything. Oh, of those no, kind of I didn't go. So you get on this plane. It's uh, like a lot of seats or a few seats? Uh, there were like, uh, let's see, what, maybe maybe eight or ten seats on this plane. Okay. It had two pilots. They have a, a, someone to come and bring snacks or? 
Oh, they had no. They didn't have a, like a stewardess or yeah. a flight attendant. They were, you, but they did. He did have snacks, but you get it yourself. You could at least do that, right? I could. I could do that. <laughs> I could do that as but long I, as. They, but I'm telling you, huh? Not having to go to the Memphis airport and, <laughs> and deal with all the little people. Oh, listen, huh? I listen. The, the, the unwashed masses who are yeah. waiting at the gate. I could I could get used to that right that lifestyle I, so if if it meant trading um, being called a hypocrite and you still using my private plane uh, plane jet yeah I go with private jet being called a hypocrite I'm not going to go stand in line at Delta Gate right. 45 you know well they tell me uh, the flight's being delayed oh, listen so, they, they the the, uh, the 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 old saying that money can't buy happiness. Uh, I've heard turned around money can't buy happiness, but it buys the kind of misery you can live with. Because for example, if I had somebody who, if you're really rich and you have somebody who goes, does all your grocery shopping for you. Yeah. And then you well, fly on a private jet or you have someone drive you around a big city like New York, rather than having to do it yourself. Listen, that. I, I, if, I, if I'm that rich, I'm not, nobody's going to buy my groceries. I'm just going to tell the chef what to make me to eat. <laughs> That's true. Uh, and that, and when we're, when we're talking, this fellow had this kind of, that kind of money right yeah. there. Uh, but personal it, chef money, personal chef money. Well, if you got, if you got money to buy a private Lear jet, you got, anyway, it was, it was, uh, I, I, I my way of expressing what you just said was, yeah. Um, uh, I think this is a proverb. I'm not sure. I have to look it up. <laughs> my, my, uh, you know, they say money can't buy happiness. Right. But I'd sure like to give it a shot. <laughs> <laughs> test it out. I'd like to test out this hypothesis. <laughs> All right. You're listening to today's issues. But I, having ridden a ridden, uh, road. Flown. Road. Flown. And having a, ridden in. Ridden in, in or flown. Fl having, having flown in a private jet. Where uh, something that would have taken me all day took me an hour and twenty minutes. Uh, oh I, man! I mean, I'm just saying. I, I'm just saying that's why those people uh, get used to that lifestyle, and 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 you there's don't. There's no going back. There's no. There's no going back. If you, even if you're burning up the planet, <laughs> you're, there's no going back for these people. And the reason they're not held to account, your Taylor Swifts and other. Because everybody she hangs out with does the same thing. Right. Leonardo DiCaprio or Steven Spielberg or whoever it may is, they, they all fly around on private jets while they all say private the carbon emissions are, are an existential threat to our survival. But they'll be dead and gone by the time the planet burns up anyway. By the way, Brent Creeley, yeah. our awesome producer, sent me a yeah. copy of this article about Taylor Swift. Yeah. Texted it to me. So Taylor Swift's total flight emissions for the year total 8,240 metric tons or 1,185 times more than the average person's total <laughs> annual emissions. Right. Over 1,000 so, times more than all the little people. Uh, yeah, all I say is don't talk to me about or talk to us about global warming anymore. Right. Just go on with your life. Right. Enjoy and don't your, say anything. Enjoy your private jet. Yeah. Do your concerts. Yeah. And uh, and then say what what you're probably thinking. All right, maybe the world will burn up, but not while I'm alive. <laughs> and boy, am I going to enjoy this one life I have. 
All right, Steve, go. On a completely unrelated note, uh-huh. two Taylor Swift songs. One is called Don't Blame Me, and the other is Look What You Made Me Do. <laughs> <laughs> Literal. That's... <laughs> Uh, <laughs> Our, life sometimes is very good, folks, uh, when you can find all right. songs like that. So um, I bet you might not have known this, but the um, North Carolina has a soccer team, a women's soccer team, and the name of their team is the North Carolina Courage. Well, aptly named for one of their members, Jaylene Daniels, who is uh, a defender on this North Carolina Courage she has bowed out of one of the games because she did not, because of her Christian faith, want to wear a gay pride jersey. And so she had given up the game and probably the paycheck. And just so you know that she is serious about this previously, she turned down an offer to play for the women's national team in 2017 for the same reason. I remember, I remember that. I, I didn't remember the lady's name, young lady's name. Jaylene Listen, this Daniels. Is, this is what I was talking about in the uh, previous segment. The tyranny of the left, okay? It's one thing for you as a soccer team to say, uh, we've decided to support the LGBTQ effort, okay? So we're posting something on our Facebook page, go like it or whatever. But to force your players to wear a jersey that they do not agree with, okay, uh, to me is tyrannical behavior. And this is what the, the radical left is all about. They should not have put this young woman into this position, or they should have a patch on the jersey. You can wear it if you don't want to, but here's the jersey we're all wearing. To say she cannot play because of her Christian faith is reprehensible behavior. They're, not, they're free to do it. But. I'm not clear if – well, she – I don't think she was – you're allowed to wear a different jersey than what the official jersey would be like a baseball player wearing. No, the, but that's what I'm saying. Well, Put a patch on it. But the, but the the team, to be fair, said this. This was a statement from the team. Jaylene will not be rostered tonight as she made the decision to not wear our pride jerseys. While we're disappointed with her choice, we respect her right to make that decision for Yeah, herself. but they didn't let her play. They didn't, they let, didn't her let her play. Pl- they didn't let her play. They punished her. Yep. They, and they didn't let her play because your choice was wear this jersey that supports this lifestyle mm-hmm. or you don't play. Is June not enough any longer? No, no. We got LGBT pride all month. We see this everywhere all month. The rainbow and LGBTQ RSTUV pride, and now we're into August. Telling uh, and this uh, this team, um, and yet this you know this, t- this this what's her name again? Jaylene Daniels. That is one brave young lady Amen. who stood up for her Christian values. Place for the North Carolina Courage. Uh, yes, was she? To, because I'm sure the pressure on her from her age group—you're right. talking about uh, in the their twenties, somethings and uh, sports—and so a lot of that is led by woke, yeah, uh, teams and corporations and such. For her to uh, have the courage to stand up for her, you know, beliefs. All she said was, "I love." She said, "I love everybody. I treat everybody." She, she doesn't discriminate against LGBTQ people on her team or in life. Uh, she treats them all with respect, she said, but I'm just not going to celebrate something I, uh, you know, that my, my Christian faith won't allow me to. But that's not good so, enough. I know. Oh, that's I know. Not good I know. Enough. you got to bow the knee. And, and let me tell you something. I get tired of listening to the LGBTQ community act like they're victims all the time. Like they're always getting picked on. No, oh, no. They're the ones doing the bullying. 
This is what this is all about. And I'm sorry, but LGBTQ community, you're at the top of the pecking order in yeah. this country. What you say yes. goes, I don't want to hear about how you're a victim any longer. No, you're and the bullies. Yes. And also, uh, it's, it's completely unfair <clears throat> to say that uh, somebody who does not celebrate your lifestyle is a, is a bigot. Right. Or is somebody who is a hater. That is a red herring. It's completely unfair. Do we do we say some if I say uh you know uh if you an alcoholic and I say, "Well, I'm not going to celebrate your alcoholism. I right. love I, I love you as a person and I'll be your friend. Not going to buy you a drink. But I'm but I'm not right. going to buy you a drink." Would we say, "Well, you're a bigot." Right. You're a hater because you don't support my lifestyle choices. Or how about let's celebrate adulterers? Right. Okay, listen, moving into the sexual area. Let's flip the script completely. Let's say the North Carolina Courage decided, hey, uh, we want to celebrate Christianity because most of the people in North Carolina are Christian. We want to celebrate it. Everyone on our team has to wear a jersey with a big cross on it. I don't care if you're uh, Jewish or you're Muslim or you're an atheist. you got to wear the jersey. Yep. What would the outcry be? Oh, the lefty, the lefties would go crazy. They go nuts. Well, I wouldn't be in support. I wouldn't either. I wouldn't be in support of forcing uh, someone to wear a cross that they didn't want to. Or if they decided they weren't going to play that particular game, then come out and release a statement and say, "Listen, we respect their uh, beliefs, you know, and uh, we just want to say, you know." But you don't punish her. That team, right? Uh, and now I agree with you, Steve. That was a conciliatory comment by the team management. That is, she has a right to her beliefs, and she wasn't kicked off the team. No. But they did uh, suspend her for that game, yep. and uh, my guess is they're not going to pay her. Uh, but this young lady is very brave. Next story. All right. Um, well, uh, <laughs> from the sublime to the ridiculous, um, this is somebody celebrating depravity. And uh, to kind of a, uh, a high-profile person, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez was on a TV show where she was sitting down with a whole bunch of drag queens. You know, drag queens are all the rage now. They're men that dress up with women and just... And now they're performing for kids. It's right. just the sickest thing. But this is AOC, and she's just who wants to tell everybody how proud she is of these people. Cut 11. The people who change what people think are artists and drag queens. And let's not forget who threw that first break at Stonewall. Yes. Yes. You know, that is what led to us passing the Equality Act in the House in this term, marriage equality. It starts with you. I mean, you're patriots. You are. You are. You are patriots. And I'm so proud of you all. I'm so proud to live in this country with you and with your mother and with all of us as family. We love you, girl. We love you. Uh, that was Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez <laughs> just fawning over men dressed up as women. And um, listen, it, I, I know, folks, I know as soon as you hear her voice, it's very difficult to hang in there and not lose your breakfast, okay? And I, I don't want to – I don't like to make fun of people for something that they, attributes. that they – Yes, that they can't help. Right. Like the sound of her voice, okay? But right. she she sounds like an airhead, okay? that's I know that's ugly, 
And I might even get, that's so bad, I might get banned from AFA you might. screaming. You might get banned. <laughs> yeah. The first person ever. But when she's going on and on with, uh, pr- uh, you know, applauding uh, drag queens, you know, I saw somebody uh, uh, in a conversation somewhere, I don't remember where it was, uh, Twitter or whatever, but someone said, okay, I get the argument about. <laughs> Uh, not wanting children to listen to drag queens and what they have to say, but why do drag queens want to perform in front of children? Recruiting. Yeah. Well, it, it's they they are, they are they are trying to uh, uh, convince the next generation that what they're doing is just peachy. In fact, one of the drag queens' name was Peachy, I think, and so I don't know. That was a bad <laughs> attempt at a joke. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, listen, why do you want to perform in front of children? What what is the deal with that? Well, I, I don't I don't I don't know about the grooming part. That's the accusation. I I, I think that maybe that's unfair. Some of them have been very explicit about this that they're looking to change the minds. Yes, of, and they get them when they're younger. Right. They don't have to go and undo all the religious teaching that their parents yes. might you have. You know given what this is ruined. What's it ruined? The all-male beauty contest. Well, yes. <laughs> those things were they had those? those things were hilarious back in the seventies. Yeah. We we had I used to go to those. They were, well, they were, you know once or twice the a year. womanless the womanless beauty, beauty contest. Yeah. And it was usually for a fundraiser for the PTO or the or the whatever the. Church, I, church youth group or whatever. Do you remember these? No, I don't remember them. But when I first started pastoring uh, a church, I pastored a church for uh, yes. 18 and a half years part-time while I worked for AFA. When we first moved here in 1996, one of the first couple of years, I had some of the ladies come and say, we want to have a fundraiser for the youth. We want to have an all-womanless, a womanless beauty contest. Yes. But you've and never I said, heard of it, though. I'd never heard of it. I said, what is that? And they said, well, you have men. They dress up like women and you vote for who's the most beautiful. Yeah. And I said, do you know where I work? I said, <laughs> I'm talking about AFA. Yeah. I said, no, we're not going to do that. They said, well, why not? It's funny. I said, do you not know what's happening in our country? This is back in 1996. We cannot have a bunch of guys parading. So this was a real thing then in the 80s and 70s. Oh, yeah. Well, to- at least back in the 70s. I don't, know, I don't know if it lasted into the 80s, but I remember going to, you know, a handful of those. And they, <laughs> you'd have men dressed up like women and you got this bearded muscular <laughs> dude strutting and there are some guy with a beer gut strutting across the stage and it was all in fun and it was no thought of this being in any way shape or form some kind of legitimate right. lifestyle right it was just the the humor of seeing something completely strange right. uh, uh, on stage nobody nobody gave a thought to uh you know, that this is something that could actually happen. That could actually happen. Huh? Oh, that, wow. So well, anyway, but it was called the... Um, All-Male Beauty Review yeah, or something? Yeah, the Womanless Beauty Review or something like oh. that. Anyway, those, those, they, this has ruined that uh, forever, I guess. <laughs> I've never I'm heard of those be- either because probably I'm the farthest person ever away from male... Beauty, well, maybe so. it was just a southern thing. I yeah, don't know. I uh, I'd never heard of it, and I gotta—I huh? just gotta tell you, you know, what I'm I would talking never about have dressed you up. Heard of it? A, you didn't hear it? Okay, well, maybe it's just. Uh, I would, well, the, the, these this happened at my church. They asked. Okay, but to be able this to do is that. in Mississippi. This is in Mississippi. Yeah, the, the, you're saying you didn't experience this in New England. Never heard of it. And Steve said in California, he never saw. Oh, it. I had never heard of it either. Okay. 
Well, right. you know, we may have been last at a lot of things, but we were first in womanless beauty reviews. Okay? <laughs> there you go. Right. You'd be proud of it. Okay, go, Steve. All right. Hey, look, so I want to uh, I asked for a couple minutes at the end to do this, so I'm going to do this. And um, I just want you to – this is um, – you, you remember, Ed, you've been talking a little bit about how the nightmare of 2020, it's just we're going to look back on it and we're, we're not going to – what was that, right? Well, this is something that came across my – Twitter feed, and it is titled, If 2020 Were a Worship Song. And this is actually from a legitimate worship service. So let's listen to Cut 13. My goodness. You should see the look of the guy that's playing the piano when that breaks out. What? <laughs> <laughs> it's the biggest double take My ever. My question is, dude, you not have a rehearsal? <laughs> you should, that should have shown up in the rehearsal. Yes. Right here. They, this, whoever this aspiring, uh, what, what instrument is he playing there? Saxophone. Steve? Yeah, he needs some more practice. This is he, why I firmly believe that not she. everyone should get a trophy. <laughs> okay? <laughs> not everybody is good at everything. Now, right. that person you know, may is, could work at it and get to where they could they should be able to play in public, but not that well, person. This is why you have a prohibition against sax and violins. Right. I, yes. I, I think also, uh, you know, it, it, you don't always get a pass just because your heart's in the right place. <laughs> okay. When you, as I say, this, this person, whoever it was, we're not going to mention a name or this happened. Or was it? Uh, but we're, uh, but I just say they need some more, need some more work, need mm -hmm. some more practice, and then come back in a year or so and, and try to do that again. <laughs> can can I just give you one of my pet peeves? Please do about church services. Yes. Okay, that's not really a peeve. This is just something I've heard, and I don't really understand people saying this. But when we would have specials, mm -hmm. and someone would come down front to sing at our church. Uh -huh. Now, folks, if you're listening and you've said this. Please, I'm not really being critical. I, I just don't get this. But they would frequently say, they'd say something about what they're about to sing, and then they would say, please don't listen to the way I sing it. Just listen to the words. You ever heard that? Oh, yes, I've yes. heard that. And I'm thinking, that. no, if you sing badly, <laughs> right. I'm not going to get to the words. I won't be able to get past the way you sound. So... I, I couldn't I, be the only one to think no, that. No, I think you're not the only one to think that. I've often wondered, uh, I would never want to be a choir director or a <laughs> yes. or a music director at a church because you're all the time having people come up and want to sing. One of the reasons I'm no longer that, I was. Yeah, oh. and, 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 and you have to be the one to say. You have to be one to, you know. Your well, voice is terrible. Well, and, and they have to audition, right? No, sometimes so you, you do, sometimes you don't. The line is, I think God's calling you to the women's ministry. <laughs> mm. It's not to the choir. <laughs> That's right. Mm. Mm -mm. All right. I would form some sort of a nameless and faceless committee. <laughs> and you just and, get and, an and email. Just, just tell people the committee rejected you. I'm yeah. sorry. <laughs> we'll be back tomorrow. See you.